Hello and welcome to the Purpose Driven Leaders Podcast. I am Kelly Cazares, founder of Iconic Women, Women's Leadership Expert and Growth Catalyst. Each week I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you break through to your next level of leadership and lead with more confidence, purpose and fulfillment. We don't wait for people to tell us how to lead. We power up and serve with the gifts that we have been given. Now, it's time to unapologetically own the leader that you are, be the person to fulfill your mission and unlock your brilliance. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello and welcome to this week of Purpose Driven Leaders. I am excited for this one. It has been a request from some clients and my community and it's a topic very close to my heart. It's going to be one of the topics that I really share from a deep place because I feel that when we are leading as women, it really impacts how we are as a mother and as a woman in general. And the topic I am going to be touching on today is really juggling work and family life and giving you some actionable strategies that you can actually take away and really own because I feel like it's something that holds so many women back and I know it's held me back especially since I've become a mother. So you may be aware that I have a two and a half year old daughter and obviously being a new mum through so many spanners into the works. It happened very, very quickly that I fell pregnant and I didn't really have a plan as such as to what that would look like, what my business would look like, what support I would need. And when I found that my daughter arrived, it put me into a really calm state of I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea how I'm going to to juggle this. I wasn't prepared for an emergency cesarean. So the recovery afterwards was also something that was very, very difficult for me. But yet I kept going. And what I did is I managed to keep seeing clients. (laughs) Some of my clients would say to me, what are you doing? Go and rest. But my purpose and the pull of the work that I do was just too potent to just sit back and rest but in saying that I fell into a really deep state of being a conscious mother from the get-go and as a busy woman and I work with many women who are who are fulfilling very very powerful careers and they have a lot on and knowing that It's not an easy juggle. It was interesting for me to see how I was going to go with that juggle because I never knew what that would look like being a first-time mother. And now I speak to my clients. They're like, how do you do it? So I'm going to be sharing with you ways in which we do it. And I want to share that for those of you who are parents on this podcast, 
for this listening to this episode and for those who even if you're not a parent you can still take away some really great tips here and how to manage your time and juggle everything but I think becoming a mother absolutely ripped my heart open it made me step even deeper into my purpose it made me level up my leadership it made me level up myself and my truth as a woman and really making me ensure that I am working to my absolute potential because not only do I have a little person now looking up to me every single day but I also have this little person to love and to care for and to do that and obviously to look after my husband can't forget him as well <laughs> that the number one thing you need to do is put the priority on yourself as a woman and as, as a leader because it's very difficult to not only parent and, and lead when you're not filling your own cup. And I know this is not new information, but it's information that in order to do something, you actually need to grab onto it and you need to run with it and actually do something about it. What I hear and what I see is... I'm going to do this because it feels right for me. But then you get caught up in the cycle of work and life. And again, you're putting yourself not as a priority and that impacts on your, your parenting and your work and your leadership as well. And I am going to dive into mum guilt as well today. And I, let me just start with that actually, because when you love what you do and you have a family, it's very easy to feel guilty that you're not spending enough time with the child or you're putting too much effort into your clients, whatever it is. I don't think I've ever met a woman that hasn't gone through mum guilt or fathers that go through dad guilt. It happens to both males and females. And I wanted to share this one thing with you. I don't have any advice on how to handle it apart from being in a conscious state of mindfulness, being in the moment every single day. When you're with your family, be with your family. When you're playing with your child, play with your child. Get off your phone. Don't check your emails. Just be with them and with them only because it's in those moments that count it's in those moments where your children or your child are actually deep and loving you in that moment. So it's, it's a time to practice mindfulness and not worrying about the guilt that may come up because, I mean, it took me two and a half years to move through it and I still get it now. Um, I have my daughter, she's in daycare a couple of days a week and she loves it, which makes it so much easier. But there's always that, oh, should I be spending more time with her? And that goes through my head. I'm only human. But one of the things I wanted to share with you, which is a, what a mentor mentioned to me, and it's, it's really hit home when I, when I heard this and I wanted to share it with you. If you're ever faced with mum guilt, if you're ever feeling like this, I want you to remember and I want you to think about if you look into the future when your child or your children are 18 years old, 
I want you to think about what they would say to you and say about you if they're talking to a friend. And I want you to think about what would you like them to say about you? Would you like them to say that you're an incredible mother, you're always there for them, that you're always present with them, that you, you gave them so much love? Have a think about what you would want them to say and then act from that place because it's very rare that they're going to remember that you weren't there in the times that you weren't there. They're going to remember all the positive things and that's what drives me. My focus is on my daughter and it really relates into the work that I do because I know I'm raising a future leader and for those of you with children, you're also doing the same thing. So I want you to think about how you can bring that into your parenting and your leadership. And I want you to understand that your most biggest gift as a woman, if you're a mother, is your child. And nothing will probably replace that, but you can have a clear purpose. You can have a clear purpose of what you want to do and what you're here to do and be an incredible mother. It's not one or the other. It's not one is dependent on the other. It's you can have both and I want to share with you that you can have both and that if mother's guilt come up, it's, it's normal, but there's ways in which you can push through it and that is a way I wanted to share with you because it puts you in a vision of what your child would say about you when they're 18 and they're leaving home, okay? So I want you to think about that. But I'm going to share with you the ways that I really feel help women manage the, that work-life juggle and it's not, not easy and there is one the balance doesn't happen without this one thing okay and it's boundaries clear boundaries now if you haven't listened to podcast episode number three and that's setting boundaries as a leading woman I would go back and watch that after you can watch that after this episode because I go deeper into it. I won't in this episode, but your boundaries will define how you balance and juggle your work and your life because you want to create that flow that feels right between and for you and your family. Okay. Because I want you to think about this. What we have right now is what we've already created. So if we're feeling like we're in turmoil, if we're feeling stressed, anxious, we have too much on our plate, that is something that you have created for yourself. We create everything that is in our environment right now, the people that we surround ourselves with, the working environment we choose to be in, everything we have right now we've created. And if an area feels like it's going to be out of whack or out of alignment or it just doesn't feel right, then it probably is. So when it comes to setting you know, those boundaries, but also understanding where to set the line in when to stop working and when to switch on with your family, this takes practice. But for me, it all comes down to setting clear boundaries. I don't answer emails or calls after 4 p.m. because that's the time that I get my daughter. I don't answer emails usually before 9 a.m. once I don't have my daughter. 
okay? I don't look at my phone in front of her. I don't touch my phone basically when she's around because I don't want to put that that I'm not present with her. If I get a text, I may check it, but it's not a, I will not respond to emails. My clients know that we have calls at these times. If we have calls in the evening, she's in bed by then. So it's, it's very much these are what I've set for myself and it gives me that happy balance. And I want you to do the same because if you're responding to emails late at night, if you're working later in the office, if you're not having enough time to focus on you and if you're feeling mother's guilt, something may be wrong. And I want you to understand as well that, and this is what I say to my private clients, if you're responding to emails late at night, what, why is that? Have a think about why. Is it because you want to catch up on work? Is it something that you've set for yourself and now an expectation that others know you'll respond to emails late at night? Are you working late because you're perceiving to be of value to the business? Um, are you feeling like you don't have enough time to go and get a massage or to go and get your hair done? All of those things are a symptom of a bigger problem. Okay. And it is very common. <laughs> it is so common that these things happen. And what, what I feel like it's really important for you to understand is that we create balance when we create the boundaries and we know the parameters that we want to work in and we create that working container for when we are going to get work done. And if you work in an organization, it's possible to do this, right? You can create a working container. This means your work is only done during that time you have an absolute right to switch off your phone as soon as you walk out of the office. And having had a previous life, I was going to say, um, I still do some consulting in the people space for companies. So I'm still in that space. But what I want to share is that when you walk out of the office, I want you to switch it on into your time. That's your time, okay? And yes, there might be times you need to work a little bit more and that's normal, but there's times that you don't really need to. So I want you to set those boundaries in place. I want you to have the balance because when you do that and you're clear, that is the key to unlocking a deeper sense of fulfillment. That is key to creating that balance that you desire, right? When you know and the more I get clear and I'm working on this day in and day out myself, you know that the work that you do is meaningful, it's purposeful, and you're doing it in your terms to create the balance you desire. Okay, so I want to walk you through some steps to what you can actually do to bring more balance because these are the things that I do regularly, okay, and they work because. One, you're getting to know yourself and that will help you see, set clear parameters and that is when you do create that balance, right? So when you conduct a values audit, that's number one. 
I do this every three to four months. I go through my values. What's important to me? What values do I need, right? And this brings you home to you. This is your North Star in creating your next moves. This is the North Star in unlocking your feminine leadership. This is the North Star to bringing the balance back, being a better mother, being a better woman, because you know exactly what you stand for and that drives you every single day. So number one is conducting a values audit. Number two, hiring a coach or a mentor. And I've had numerous over the years and I still do because I am still working on myself every single day as well. And they help you come up with insights about yourself. They give you, depends, coaching and mentoring are two different crafts. But if you have a mentor, they will give you some strategies in how to manage the balance, right, that suits you. Coaches unlock a deeper sense of who you are, uh, which is a big part of my work. And I love it. It's something that I do full of purpose and it shows in my clients' results. So that's number two. Number three, meditation. I also do activation. So I meditate every single day, usually before I go to bed. Sometimes when I wake up, depends on my morning routine and how my daughter is cooperating <laughs> with me. So usually I get up at 5 a.m. and that's by choice. That's not by, and that's actually something that I choose to do because I like to get up before my family get up and actually do some things for me. That's part of my my routine. Lately, my daughter's been getting up at 5.30, so it's made it interesting. So she clearly wants a bit of what, my, what her mother's having. <laughs> and I bring meditation into my routine and it works. It brings you back in the moment and helps with stress and it helps with anxiety if you're feeling that. And it just is a great strategy. And there's different meditations that you can actually use depending on what you need, okay? Number four is setting clear boundaries on when and how much you will work. And I've, I've mentioned that quite a bit throughout this uh, episode, but I think if you want to go deeper into it, what I would recommend is go back to episode three and that will give you some questions to actually set those clear boundaries and help you move forward. Also exercise. So exercise will help you... Will, give you more energy to do more things, right? And nutrition. And it's it sounds simple, but when we're busy and when we're running around, what we often do is maybe don't choose the right sources of nutrition. Maybe we don't get that walk in. And when you do choose the right food, when you do exercise, you're going to feel much better. That will give you more energy and you will find Perhaps you have an extra half an hour or so in the day to do something for you. So uh, try it and see how you go. Uh, gratitude. Obviously, practicing gratitude. And um, this is a big one as well, because when you are in a deep state of gratitude, you become much clearer. You become much happier and much more fulfilled because you realize what you have is actually pretty incredible. And it does help you create that balance because you're happier. You'll find a way. 
and outsource. <laughs> okay, so this is one of my favorite things to do to create more balance. And in our household, we outsource um, grocery shopping. So I get all my groceries delivered now. And so one, I don't worry about plastic bags. Two, it gets delivered right to my door, which is super convenient. Uh, it saves me a couple of hours a week. And when you add that up, it makes a big difference. And obviously it works for my family as well, obviously. And I need to go and get a few things from the supermarket every now and then. But that's one thing I outsource. I have a cleaner. So I outsource my cleaning. Um, it's not my zone of genius, nor do I enjoy it. That's the truth. <laughs> so I outsource my cleaning. I also, we also have a gardener. So we have uh, quite a large garden here on the Gold Coast. We live in the beautiful Gold Coast in Australia. We have a garden, a tropical garden. And my husband and I just, we enjoy doing parts of it. But we also like to outsource the mowing of the lawn, for example. So that's outsourced. We also outsource the care for our daughter. So we have uh, daycare, but we also have a nanny that helps every now and then when we need it. And I choose intentionally, and I want you to do the same. I want you to choose intentionally the things you actually enjoy doing do that and outsource the things that number one, you don't enjoy. Number two, you're not good at because I also outsource things to do with my podcast. I also outsource graphic design. I also outsource personal assistant work. So I don't do everything and nor should we need to or it will burn us out. So as leading women, I want you to think about what you can outsource. And I actually had a client we went through, she's a mother she's got two children and we actually went through everything she's doing and we saved her three hours a week and so when you think about that that's 12 hours a month right that's 144 hours a year that she didn't have before so the little things you do add up and I want you to think about the things you can do to save yourself time and then use that time to do the things you actually want to do. Being a mother, doing the work you love, getting massages, whatever it is you choose because when you define what balance looks like for you, you set clear boundaries, you establish that solid self-care routine or you're just doing things for you, it then creates magic not only for you, but your children and your income potential and your impact potential. It's all there. It's just waiting for you to grab it. So that's my thoughts on balance. Feel free to reach out if you have any more questions. I'd love to have a chat with you and answer any questions you might have. And if you didn't know already, so this week I actually opened up some spaces to do a 15-minute She Leads Breakthrough Call to celebrate International Women's Day that was a couple of days ago. And I would love for you to book in. I'll pop the link in the podcast episode so you can jump on, have a look, book in with me so I can help you either save some time and, and look at what you're currently doing 
will help you create some strategies to really elevate your leadership, okay, and really unlock that potent potential you have to build the impact that you desire because it's all, all there. We just need to bring it to life. And sometimes we, we need to put ourselves first in that process to really dive into it and get the results that we're looking for. So I thank you for tuning in. I love you all and appreciate you and look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Purpose Driven Leaders. If you know someone that is ready to elevate their leadership, please share this episode and show me some love on iTunes. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter and I would absolutely love to connect with you and answer any of your questions. So please drop me a message or comment and I will get back to you. And I have a free gift for you. If you go to www.kellycazaris.com forward slash subscribe, I have a gift that's waiting for you to help you elevate your confidence, your visibility and your influence to become a well-compensated high-impact woman. Now, this is going to supercharge your career and your leadership. So go ahead and grab it. And thank you again for all your support. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.